Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, Jason, congratulations. Are there any players on your team that you're looking forward to learning from in this next month? Uh, yeah, obviously. Playing with my big brother. Two guys from the same neighborhood, same high school, going to the Olympics from St. Louis. That's like a dream. That is amazing. Um, I think that was the mentor and older brother that you know I didn't technically have in the house. Someone that was just you know, accomplish everything that I was trying to do. And I've seen, you know, how to do it firsthand and what it took early morning workouts to pick me up every day in the summertime, one and done, Gatorade play of the year, top three pick, and someone that I always looked up to and still look up to to this day. So we just want the extreme best for each other. Two guys that play at a very high level that are always – pushing each other. That's just kind of relationship that we have. All right, it's another episode of the Cosmic Street Podcast. I am Josue Pavone. Joel Pavone's here. Sean Dutra. And a few nights ago on the Garden Report, John Zan is saying, this thing is a done deal. Suffolk's fans. In one year, Bradley Beal will be coming to Boston. Done. Set. And I'm like, man, the signs are there, but anything can happen between now and next year. So I don't want to get too excited, but to the Celtics fans that are already feeling that excitement from watching, from, from seeing these pictures of Team USA working out and, and Bradley Beal and, and, and Jason Tatum looking all buddy-buddy, I mean, it, it does, I can understand where there's plenty of excitement, but I don't want to get too excited. I don't want to get too excited. I don't know. Well, I mean, I think the only thing, so, all right, if we have enough cap room and you can bring him in, then I think, yeah, sure, I would agree with something like that. I don't think he's re-signing with Washington. If he's going to be a free agent, where would he want to go? Maybe. But the the thing that that I want to start staying away from, which I was in this camp halfway through the season because I still thought they had sort of a chance to save the season, but I just don't think it makes sense now to even include Jalen Brown in any of these trade conversations for Bradley Beal. It was a little bit of an overreaction probably for me when uh, we were halfway through the season and we needed to blow it up. But um, 
now that you're only going to like, that would be stupid when you could just resign him. So yeah, I think this is great. I think it's great that Tatum's out there talking to Bradley Beal, playing with Bradley Beal for the first time, I guess ever in their entire freaking lives. Um, and things well, at, at least since the all-star break, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm like a <laughs> fucking Joel. You know what he means, bro. <laughs> Jeez. But, fucking technicality. But, but if things go well, the Joel's like, well, no, actually they had a pickup game in high school one time. It was okay. pretty competitive. And, and there, in <laughs> press conference, he literally said, I've never played with this guy ever on any team. That's what he said. So he lies, Sean. He, he lied. Apparently. We all know. So how can you trust him on something like this about something so speculative, like him going to Boston in a year? You're right. You're right. Well, well, hold on. Let me let me ask this though: Is he, does, <laughs> he have a, Sean's dreams. does he have a player option for next season? Because I thought he was a free agent in 2023. Yes, he has a player option. Okay, so the NBA works, man. Player option is just like, oh, so you're a free agent, cool. But you know, he's not going to sign, dog. He's not going to sign. No, you just. Was it the whole line thing? You were you were just completely all in on it. What do you mean? No, oh not, no, I'm not saying sign with the Wizards. That's what you're saying. He's not gonna. Oh, uh, gotcha. Opt in to play with the Wizards, bro. That's not gonna happen, in my opinion. So, uh, yeah, there's there's no way that happens. I mean, why would you want to opt in? Because what he'll make probably what like forty, thirty, near forty million dollars. You opt out. You sign a deal for the Celtics or whoever for. Damn near two hundred million dollars is all guaranteed. So just take that. You know what I mean? Why risk it another year for forty mil? So we saw this. Like, we saw this with everybody. They don't play that. They don't opt in that final year. It just doesn't happen. I just feel like all it takes is one good playoff run. He may stay stay put next to Russell Westbrook. I mean, that's what worries me. If he didn't have Russell Westbrook as a teammate, I would say, yeah. I mean, you, we've seen this before. Shit, who who would have said a year ago? Guys, look out for the Suns in the year. They're going to be in you know, NBA Finals and two games away from championship. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that can happen with the Wizards, but if this team gets to, I don't know, Eastern Conference Finals somehow or, or make a, a somewhat of a deep run to the playoffs, something that he's never done before, you know, Russell Westbrook could have that sort of an influence if you think about it. I mean, again, that's the if. That's the, that's the one concern that if, if things get better in, in Washington, he decides, you know what, maybe I want to you know, stick it out here. But what, what about if Washington just wants to, like, blow it up and they want to, trade him like then that makes shit kind of difficult because my only my only concern is right now Washington doesn't have a coach so whoever coach that they decide to hire I think is going to determine which direction they want to go in right if they if they hire yeah. a young coach then we're, we're I'm, I'm guessing they're gonna they're not gonna try to like add pieces around Bradley Beal right and Bradley's Bradley's already been on record saying that he, he was a big fan of Scott Brooks so he also did the PR move and said, you know, I trust the organization and what direction to go in. But yeah, I mean, to Joel's point, that's a that's a big uh, that's a big question mark here. Like, who, who's going to coach this team? Yeah, but I do. I, so, so I don't think it really matters because, like, even if they get Bradley Beal's opinion on who's going to coach the team, he's not going to re up and opt opt in because he likes the coach. You know, oh. 35 and six and 50 next year or whatever. No, but you know it, what go, it goes back to what Sway said though. If they, depending on what, on which coach that they hire, they're not going to trade Russell Westbrook. They're not going to entertain any offers for Westbrook. And, and Bradley Beal has like a full healthy season. And like Sway said, they, they end up like the seventh seed. They don't even go through the fucking, well, actually, you know, you would still do the playing, but they end up like the sixth seed. Let's just, you know, just for the sake of argument. And they go on a deep playoff run, maybe even like the second round or, conference finals 
then the Bradley Bill is like, well, they actually they actually put the work in to try to keep me here. What's going to make him not want to stay there? Yeah, I think there's no fucking way in hell that they get to the conference finals. Well, I'm just. Well, <laughs> <laughs> though, to Joel's point, though. I mean, you. I mean, you. You were all. You were all in on the Wizards last season. I, I was. I was, and I. I thought they would be a, a fifth seed, or whatever. But anyway, what I'm saying is, though, I think the only way that he doesn't uh, become a a full unrestricted free agent next the after next season and. The Celtics are not the front runner if a team like the Lakers, a team like the Clippers, a team like the Mavericks, something along those lines, go all in and trade for him at the trade deadline and then have the that have that type of success you just talked about. And then he reads up there. So I think the Celtics would be stupid to put any type of assets into getting him at the trade deadline. But yeah, there I agree with that. Desperate teams out there that could have success with a guy like Bradley Beal. That maybe he likes Dallas. Maybe he likes L.A. Maybe yeah. there is the Miami Heat option that could could go as well. So you know, I think that's the only way that the Celtics are a front runner to get him. Like I don't know where where Zan is getting that from. I think he's just sort of talking from his ass cheeks. But you know, <laughs> uh, but oh I agree with him. I don't think that's a fact. But I think the Celtics could be front runners if. If he does stay with the Wizards, opt out of the Wizards, and sort of go from there, but I also think the Wizards would be very stupid if they let that happen. Yeah, yeah, that's another that's another key to all of this. Like, if they have, if they get any any uh, any inclination that he's not staying, why would they not want to trade him <laughs> to, uh, to get to get something from him and not not just have him walk? Yeah. So he, I mean, I don't think the Celtics should be in on that. Do you guys? No, no, I don't. I don't agree. You're right. I, I actually agree. Yeah, I just I'm just concerned that. that you pave a way. You you know you pave a way to 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 be able to pay the guy right. You're saving about twenty million just from the trade for the Al Horford trade alone for the next two years. You know, let's say that they don't bring back Evan Fournier and they, you know they renounce the rights for guys at the deadline. You know, Marcus Smart. I think you still can find a way to keep him in a, on a team friendly deal, but they can cross that bridge when they get there. But what if ultimately he's like, you know what, I'm I'm gonna stay here or I'm gonna go elsewhere. Now let's just have a bunch of money. And you can't just pocket that, right? You have to go out and try to get one of those second-tier guys or another uh, top-tier free agent that may not fit as well. You know, you got, what, DeMar DeRozan, I think, is one of them. You got a few other guys, but Bradley De- Bradley Beal is the one that makes the most sense. Bradley Beal is the one that you want to put alongside uh, guys like Tatum and Brown. They, that can alleviate them from that pressure and, and can stretch the floor as well, do other things, and go off for 30-plus points on any given night. I mean, that's sort of the big three that you would envision and say, oh, okay, those guys could take down the Brooklyn Nets or those guys against the Los Angeles Lakers. I, I like their chances of competing for an NBA title in, in a three, four or, you know, a three to four window. I mean, I, I, is there a reason why other than the, other than the, other than the uh, connection with. No, no, no reason whatsoever. <laughs> and, and of course the fact that the contract align. And that the Celtics could technically, you know, if they were smart with with their spending, they could make they could save enough money to to offer him. Well, what, let me what about, let me uh, let me wait, wait, wait before we before we go further. The, you know the free agent class in twenty twenty two. I'm looking at it right now. Is it, is it Kevin Durant? Is Kevin Durant part of that? If he does, if he does, it's absolutely out? insane. I'm going to just read a couple of these names. Yeah, here. you about to you about to read? Okay, yeah, go ahead. You, I'm going to tell you why it's not insane after you read them. James Harden, yeah. John Wall, Russell, sign Wall, me up. Kevin Durant, Steph <laughs> no. Curry, Bradley no. Beal, Jimmy Butler. No. Y. Leonard, yes. Julius Randle, uh, Zach Levine. There are so many players 
that could be It's like the whole fucking USA team right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. In other words, in other words, none of them are going to come to Boston though. Yeah, but James but, Harden, do you even want James Harden? No, nah, no, nah, James James no. Maybe maybe Kevin Durant. Durant. Hey, oh, after okay. everything that just happened with him in against Boston, yeah. Kevin Durant wants to come to this Well, I mean, the way he the, would put it, this racist ass city. But if the Nets on, if the Nets are the Nets don't get past the second round next year, yeah, what what's he going to do? He's too stubborn to go and say, "Oh, I, I'm gonna join forces with these really? 25 year with these twi- with these 25 year olds." Absolutely stubborn. Are you kidding me? That kid yeah. How did that pan out? How did that pan out, Sean? They hated him. He, he wasn't, wasn't even friends with those guys. That's what you mean. Yeah, but that's not gonna. He, you think you think he looks at the Celtics and say, "Oh, Steph Curry. Oh, you guys have Clay Thompson." He doesn't look at Durant. I mean, he doesn't look at uh, Tatum and Brown as as those caliber players. Plus. They had already won a championship before he got there. They already proved themselves. I'll put it this way, though. I don't think there's going to be too many destinations that can afford a max free agent that has Dude. two bona fide superstars in getting into their prime that one of these superstars, like a Durant, like a Curry, if things go wrong in Golden State. I'm just throwing this out there. If they want to tag along with somebody that's nah, coming... Then that, that's You're talking about a handful of over the hill guys, man. Over the hill guys ain't gonna want to come and play here, man. I'm telling you. I don't. I, I and I don't mean over the hill. I think like they're like washed, but they're like they're not. They're no longer trending upward. Put it that way. Okay. You play. But that's what they. Uh, that's what they need, man. I think if as long as they're healthy, then hey. I mean, I mean that that list that list you read. You know, the only the only one that's would would be interesting to me would be would be Durant. I mean, I mean, obviously, we, we, we just talked Durant about Durant. Kawhi, Kawhi's interesting one. Kawhi, Kawhi, I don't know. I don't know if Kawhi wants to leave the Durant's West. not coming to Boston, man. I don't, know if the, I don't, know if the, don't think that's happening. Hey, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is... I think Kawhi likes the West, to be honest. There's, there's going to be a... And that, too. But I'm thinking of Kawhi just from a... Yeah, perspective. It, it, maybe, maybe I'm making the case for why Bradley Beal makes more sense here. Because there's going to be all these big names that other teams are going to be looking at that maybe they don't want to trade pieces for Bradley Beal you know, at the deadline because they know all these other big name players are going to be available and it's going to be quite possibly a bidding war of who can open the most spots, make the next or they're going to try to they're going to try to compete, man. That's what happens a lot of the time. I mean, Gordon Hayward was uh, that team was much better, but I mean, like they're just going to hope that off of the run or whatever, however their season ends, that that's going to motivate them to stay. A lot of the times, that's that's all you can sort of do, right? Because the Wizards aren't going. What are they going to get in return if, if they do deal them at the deadline? To a team that knows that he's he's going to be out, or most likely he has one foot out. It's like the uh, Kawhi Leonard situation. I mean, yeah, that one year panned out for the for the Raptors, but at the deadline, it, it, that's a different scenario. That's tough. I think you can get a guy. You can get a guy at that that type of level, first round draft pick, like just a young guy. I think they'd be happy with a couple, two first rounders at the deadline. I think they'd be totally happy with that. All right. So let, let me let me ask you guys this: If the Celtics are looking ahead, um. Is this a <laughs> is this a uh, is this a I'll bridge year? Is this a bridge year for the Celtics? Then are they not going to go on in and trying to like you know get a veteran, a quality veteran in here? No. Yeah, it's a bridge year. I don't think it's a bridge year. It's a bridge year. Your quality veteran is out. Well, yeah. So okay, what do you define as a bridge year? Like they're not going to make a major splash in free agency. They don't have the. So fund. right now, right now, okay. So when when I say that is right now, as the roster is constructed right now. And assuming that Marcus Smart is going to be your your your, your starting uh, point guard, okay, based on what we talked about last week, are the Celtics better right now than they were a season ago? That's what I mean. No, 
Yeah. So it's a, no. it's, it's, which it's, is why uh, I think it's a bridge. Yeah. Well, 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 <laughs> are we assuming health? What do you mean? Assuming health? The Celtics weren't a bad team last year. They couldn't fucking stay healthy. Well, I mean, that goes without. I mean, that's 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 a normal. Okay, when you say that, you're not talking about COVID. You're talking about like, like you know, ankle injuries and shit. COVID. I'm talking about COVID. I mean, you're talking about a team that got ravaged by COVID last year. That Kemba couldn't stay healthy. I mean, if you're talking about Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum playing a full healthy season, Al Horford, you know, let's even say Al Horford can play 60 games. That's prob- that's way more. That's way more than you're going to get from Kemba. Be healthy in the playoffs. You got. You know, depending on what type of moves they make for role players, what type, I, I think if we're talking record wise and you know output wise, forget about what's written down on paper. The Celtics are going to finish much higher than a seventh seed next year, hands down. They're going to finish better than that, and they'll probably make it out of the first round of the playoffs. So, what are you talking about a bridge year? I think last year was more the, any type of bridge year because they had to deal with all the bullshit they had to deal with, and it really affected them. This year, they they're going to be like no. We got two well, no. all stars. I think I think what it all means is the, the the direction of the off season. Like, okay, a bridge year is letting Fournier walk just because you're thinking about Bradley Bill next year. A bridge year is, you know what, Portland is saying Bill they want Jalen so bad that they're willing to give us Lillard and whatever the package deal. And you're like, no man, we're stick with the plan. We're going to Bill. Like that's what Joel means by bridge year. Okay, you know, no, I don't think that that's I don't I I think that the Thought of Bradley Beal, like I was getting getting to at the beginning. The re- this thought of Bradley Beal, excuse me. You want- can't just think that when you want to, Sean. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, if if that's a realistic plan, you have to make sure that you don't do things that get in the way of that plan. And yeah. that's why I think this is a bridge year because, like, I mean, it's weird when you put it that way. They oh, this is all about Bradley Beal, but it's also just because they're not as financially flexible as they want to be. What they're does- better than last year, but not. Does- you know, they're not as they're not in a great shape that's- overall. That's why you don't sign Fournier. You, you just don't. That's a smart basketball move. That's like all those teams that went out and signed. So how are you going to replace Fournier? That's what I'm saying. So then, so then, so then, talent wise, if this isn't a bridge year, how do you upgrade that position? Exactly. Talent, talent wise, talent wise, you're 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 going to be less talented if you let Fournier walk. You don't replace him, and you you decide to what to hell? stick it out. You Sean, decide to stick it out with freaking. What the hell did Fournier do realistically? What did he do? No, he no, but what? I'm just okay. Not just not just Fournier in general. I'm just talking about. You know, uh, uh, relying on fucking uh, what's the dude's name that's coming from Israel, Yam fucking Madar, whatever the fuck his name is, to come over yeah. here and do some shit. That's what I'm talking about. No, because I think that what side you, dish, you'll, side you'll, dish is coming through. First, I, first name's a side dish. Yeah, I think <laughs> the yams over here. Yams. Yeah, uh, he's got the yams. He's got yes. the oh oh oh. Pause. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh wait a minute. That's not, that's not what I meant. Nope. Well, well. <laughs> All I'm, saying, all I'm saying is they're not going to spend stupidly long-term money. I think they'll invest short-term money like the Tristan Thompson deal, maybe some 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 of those type of deals. No, they, sweet. Try to, try, but try to like get, get a guy that you maybe overpay for for one year that's coming off something. I don't know. Like You're not going to sign anyone long-term because your long-term money is going to be for next year. But, you know, if you can... I don't think you need to deal with Marcus realistically right now. It's like everyone's saying. I think you can let him go into free agency next year and see how that goes. I don't think you spend the money on Fournier. You just sort of take that, see what you can get in a trade exception, see what you can get here for expiring deals, build around that way. I I mean, I, I don't 
think that's necessarily a bad move. I think that's a smart business move. And I wouldn't call it a bridge here. Maybe a bridge offseason where you're not trying to make a splash. Well, but, I mean, if they're trying to get all in on one particular player and they strike out, <laughs> then what? But but it's not one player. It's a then, then Sean roster. wants him to call it. Call Duran Harden. Be like, "Yo, can you save us real quick?" Yeah, it's a max roster. <laughs> no, I. Yeah, you're not gonna. Yeah, you're not gonna believe it. Bradley Bill, he doesn't want to come here. Uh, we got all this money though, so. Yeah. So then you go after. I, I, I know. I know. I know. You're fresh off your uh, trip to the NBA Finals or or the Eastern Conference, wherever they finish next year. But you want to jump ship over here? Help yeah, us out. As a way off of this, if you think that the Celtics aren't going to be one of the most desired places, it's already. Like most places are like, oh, I gotta find the super team and two people gotta buddy up and go. Nah, not Durant on that high horse. Absolutely. No. And if and he was Russell, still ringless, yes. If he was still ringless, I'm, I'm with you on that. But no, he's on his high horse now. But what about what about a guy like Jimmy Butler? He's like you, you, you non championship winning peasants. I don't need to help y'all. Like get out of here. Jimmy, Good luck. Was Jimmy Butler on that list? Did you mention Jimmy Butler is on that list? Yes. Yes. I mean, I read through that list very I mean, quickly. Then it depends. It depends on what Miami does this offseason. Then. I think look at some of those names. See what see I like Jimmy too, but nah, man, nah. It's gotta all, be Brad. Then it's all players on that list that make sense, and as as well as Bradley Beal. I think this Bradley Beal swell is just a a hot button topic because we should have traded for him at the trade deadline last last year. But um, we'll so. get used to it, bro. Because until this Olympics, until this Olympic run is over, man, that's all people are gonna be talking about. Yeah. Oh, and whenever these two play against each other throughout the season. Yeah, great. Which it has been every single time they fucking play. Every single time these guys play, wouldn't it be cool if they, you know, see how friendly they are? This episode of the Cosmic Street Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Now, now BetOnline.ag isn't just about sports. If you don't want to bet on sports, BetOnline has other options such as award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. Now, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Head over to BetOnline.ag. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Now, don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline.ag. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. Alright, before we uh, take a trip around the NBA, it's interesting. I, I did the latest episode with Max. And Max is, he's got eyes for Lillard, man. He's got eyes for Lillard. He don't, don't talk to him about X. I mean, don't talk to him about money and contracts and how they can learn. He's like, look, if it costs you Jalen sometime down the road, get it done. Lillard and Tatum, I want to see those two together. And I'm just like, man. That's insane. I haven't even, I won't even go down that road, right? I'm just like, it's just, it's too soon. It's too soon. I think these two are too talented to, to just, to, to just split them up this easily, you know, or this quickly rather. They got a new coach here, got a new era. You got a new direction. You got a new voice. You got uh, the the you're solidified already, right? People people last year were like, "Man, Brown got robbed." Well, he made the All Star team this year. Everyone knows he's legit. That that argument is that conversation. We're beyond that. I want to see these two figure it out. Make your teammates better. Make your team better as a cohesive unit. That's what I'm still hoping on. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, <laughs> it's not going to happen. But if you were able to somehow get Lillard without having to trade away uh, Jalen Brown, then then yeah, fuck it, I'm all for that. But if you're gonna trade Jalen Brown, then you're kind of at you're kind of the same place where you're at right now, essentially. And then you're paying this dude, you know, 
50 some you know million dollars a couple of years from now and it's just like wait we just got rid of someone that's over 30 that was making you know close to 40 million and now you want to bring somebody that's making close to you know 55 or 56 million like okay, like, okay that makes sense i don't know not 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 for that if you're going to get rid of yeah. Jalen. i mean i would i will say this i'll say this it's a 2k if, trade if yeah if news dropped tomorrow that they traded Jalen brown for dame lillard We'd all be sitting here jerking off, dog. We would be like, oh, hell yeah, we got Dave on the team, bro. But I'd be shocked, man. I'd be, I'd, shocked. I'd be shocked, too. I'd be shocked. But I'd be shocked the same started. way the same way that they, they pulled off, the same way Danny pulled off trading an injured Isaiah Thomas for Kyrie Irving. I was fucking, right. I was yeah, shocked. Yeah, that was, was That was fucking shocking. But then, but then your second thought was, oh, man, LeBron and Kyrie really don't like each other. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that or yeah. Cleveland was stupid to, to do that that quickly. But anyways, it's, yeah. what's done is done. LeBron agreed. <laughs> oh, LeBron was pissed, actually. I mean... <laughs> I don't, I can go, I could be convinced one way or another on this. If I had to make the decision myself, I, you know, I wouldn't have drafted Jalen Brown to begin with, so I wouldn't be in this position. Why does it go back to that? Why does that always have to go back to that? All yeah. oh, with this guy. I, I'm just saying, but, but. With you, it would have been fucking Dragon Bender, bro. If it was, and then, and then where, where's he at these days? It's been Maybe. five years. What do you uh, but if it happens and you can turn Jalen Brown, who is a budding superstar, and you may look like shit from it, but if you, I mean, I see where Max is coming from. I don't think I'm going to railroad it like he probably is or thinking like that needs to happen. But if it did happen, I'd be sitting here like, let's see how this fucking plays out. I think we got a, that, that's a pretty solid, that's a pretty solid duo right there. You know, I think that, I think the duo is better than Brown and Tatum. I know fans don't want to say that right now, but I, I just don't, it's just risky, man. Like it's just, it changes the window. Yeah. It changes the pressure, the championship window changes. Like it's just, it's, and, it's, and it's something you you don't you're not up against. You know, this is a situation where you have to do something like that. Yeah, because I think that's the thing, right? It's like there's this there's this long term play where where it's so hard to stay on track with it, but it could be the perfect play when you build around Tatum and Brown, and then bring in the third guy, and then maybe that's exactly what you need to do. But it's so tempting to just rush it and just say, oh, fuck it, try to let's get Dame a little yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, by the way, and I want to say this right now before a year or two or whatever happens in the future, like, I hate, I cannot stand when something like this comes up, right? And a year from now, those same Celtics fans are just like, no, no, no. Let's just say all of a sudden Jalen's like, I don't like the way this season ended. I'm out of here. And then I can't stand that percentage of Celtics fans are just like, see? Should have traded for Lillard. It's like no, man. Like that's a completely point, different scenario. Point at Sean when you say that, or or the best the best example, Sean. That's what I do? Oh well, you, if you would have kept Terry Rozier, you don't have to deal with Kemba Walker <laughs> injuries. Sean's plan. Like yo, who was thinking that at the time though? Well, my man, this dude. This dude was that Monday, you was Monday that morning happiest, quarterbacks. Like this get dude was that. Was this this dude was the happiest motherfucker on July fourth? Fucking. You know, two, three years ago, whenever the fuck that happened, like, yo, he's like the closest thing to, to Kemba. I mean, to Kyrie without the drama. Like, we're all yeah, I, I was psyched because you know what? That came out of absolute nowhere, and it, like, it's the same thing with the litter thing. Like, we yeah, it's be, out of nowhere. We can be <laughs> this whole like, we could be like this whole. Hey, if I was the if I was the gym, I'd do it this way. If it happens, you get J- Damian Lillard. Like, you're gonna be ecstatic because you got a top seven player in the NBA, right? Yeah. And you got an MVP candidate to match up to your perennial future perennial MVP candidate. So you're going to feel pretty good about it. But with guys like that, there's that risk. There's the risk. He's over 30. 
He's got max money coming to him. If he doesn't perform, he's got like you're super max money offense. coming to him. <laughs> is he going to turn into the next Russell Westbrook? Is he going to turn into the next Chris Paul? Right? Who knows? Mm-hmm. What kind of way is that going to go? I'm just saying. I'll always play Monday morning quarterback. It's like essentially, essentially, if it does, if that happens <laughs> and it doesn't work out, once again, you had a fucking, you know, uh, a a top ten, uh, arguably a top ten uh, point guard, all star superstar point guard for two years, and then, well, he, he, he didn't work out. I don't know what happened. You know, shit, we yeah. shouldn't have done that. That's what. Then, that's then, essentially what's then, been happening for the last fucking like decade. Then in two years, Brad's gonna get the biggest fucking trade exception in the entire world for that motherfucker. <laughs> A $55 million trade exception. Can <laughs> <laughs> you imagine that shit? Wait, wait, why are you trying to outdo Danny, yo? Danny, you know, that's his mark, bro. He left his fucking mark here, yo. It was the, the best He's exception like, oh, ever, do, bro. You want to see a real TPE, yeah? Like, it was the best exception the ever, bro. The best <laughs> exception. They're announcing Dame. He's like, guys, don't worry. Dame's going to be a great player, but if he's not, just think of the trade exception, okay? I got you. That shit, that shit hasn't even expired yet. And you're just talking about, you know, topping it. What's wrong with you? Man? Show the man some respect, yo. Yo, that, that, that TPE would be so strong that Kendrick Lamar would make a song about it. <laughs> we call it Brad Steve. Yep, yep, yep. TPE. <laughs> Get exception man. like I'm Brad Steve. <laughs> uh, All right. No, honestly. Kendrick, Kendrick's definitely one of those rappers that doesn't name songs after random people. And the song has nothing to do with the person. <laughs> He's beyond that. Yeah, man. All right, let's wrap up this episode the way we wrap up every single episode here on Causeway Street. We take our trip around the NBA with Joel in case you missed it. 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 Joel, what did we miss? Scotty Pippen, guys. I don't know if you've heard. He's been in the news a lot, a lot lately, right? He's got a new somebody, bourbon. He's got a new bourbon coming. Somebody out. go get Scotty, man. I don't know what's, I don't know what's wrong with this dude. He's got he's got a new bourbon coming out. He's got a new book coming out. Like you know, anybody wants to do an interview with Scotty, I think if Sway, I think if you called him up, I think he want he he'd come on Causeway you know, with no problem. Probably do it for fucking free just to you know promote his his, his these two things that are coming out and shit on Michael Jordan, shit on Charles Barkley. Yeah. You know who else? What's shit on you? shit on Tony Kukoc. <laughs> shit on yeah. Phil Jackson. He's just it's it's, it's, it's a, that's where we're going. There's one dude he wants shit on, though. It's Luke Longley, bro. He hasn't said one bad word about him. Uh, apparently, Luke Longley was, like, the best teammate ever for everybody he played with. So, you know, what are you going to do? Australians, man, they're, they're, good, they're good peeps, you know? They're good peeps. Yeah. Ask- <laughs> <laughs> they're good people. Yo. These Australians, yeah, you know. yo, ask uh, Aaron Baines. Yo. Come on. Everyone loves Aaron Baines. There you go. So, Everyone does love Aaron Baines. Yeah, man, the, 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 the poor guy, I don't know. I, just, I think he just can't get out of his way right now. I think uh, ever since... The um the documentary from last last year, yes, the last dance. The last it's just, dance. It's just got Yo, them all. It's got them all pissed off, dude. I think I think I think the epitome of it is people finding out that he didn't want to go back, check back into the game because he wasn't getting the last shot. Like a lot of people didn't know that story. Yeah, and but uh, his, his whole excuse is I, I somewhat knew the story. I thought it was some sort of bickering argument that ensued, but then I found out from the documentary that no, he was just like, no, I'm good. I'm not checking in. Like yeah. There was no conversation. There was no back and forth. He's like, the play's he not for said, me? I'm not going in. Yeah, exactly. Play's not for me. Play's I'm not, not going for me? Like, I'm good. Like, oh, yeah, damn, Scotty. Phil was like, you want to go in? Fuck him. All right, yo, uh, uh, Scott Burrell, get in there. You know? You know he was talking <laughs> to people being like, why did Michael have to bring this up? Like, you know he was <laughs> upset about that shit. You know he was mad about that. Look, the thing Scotty, is, like, don't the, be mad, bro. No, but the thing is, though, don't that whole mad. that whole documentary is supposedly about that last season of the Bulls, right? So, like, individually, they're taking... 
you know, I guess the top five or six players on the team and talking about their individual shit, how it got to that point, right? How it, oh, yeah, how it yeah, got yeah, to the that last season. season. Right, exactly. The, 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 the seeds that were planted before that, right? And then the last season, and then Mike's like, you know, I'm talking about myself. Scotty doesn't want to come in. I'm just like, oh, damn. Like, I'm like, he's like, the, the Dennis Robin episode. Like, Dennis, I need you, man. Like, you all I got right now, man. And I forgot. I forgot they had that slow start. They were like, what, 66 or whatever to start the season. It was like, yo. Yeah. And yeah. then a lot of people say, like, yo, you should have, you, you know, you should have gone to surgery instead of just, you know, sat out for whatever amount yeah. of time you sat out for in that last season. And it's, like, Tino calling, trying to make a trying to make a deal for Cody Pippen. For real, yeah, yo, yo, I do remember that shit, yo. Those rumors of that. The Twan, no, no, the uh, the the the, the Billups picks, right? The Billups and Mercer pick. Two, well, both one of those picks. picks. I think it was both of them. Both picks. of them, right? I think it was both, both of them shits. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Both of them shits. That'd have been but, great uh, for an injured for an injured Scotty Pippen. Great for an injured yeah, Scotty Pippen. <laughs> yo, Causeway Street podcast in nineteen ninety seven. Your song would be like, we got, we got to do it. This is Scotty Pippen. <laughs> yo, he's only making like four million dollars for the next like five years. Just bring him in. <laughs> See, guys, see? Patino's playing, guys, right? Patino's playing. This guy, I know what, knows yo, how to get shit done. Yo, who cares if he's injured, yo? Just let him take the rest of the season off, and the next season he'll be back fresh. You'll see. Playoff. Okay. Yo, how about he was this? winning chips with Michael Jordan, guys. <laughs> we got a big three now. We got Tom, we got Paul, and we got Scott. <laughs> Championship right there, baby. Championship. That would have been banner. That would have been banner number 17 right there, yo. Yo, just look at the season he had in Houston and be like, oh, that's the Scotty that would have pulled up to Boston. For real. <laughs> that's the Scotty that would have been at the police center. He wasn't Scotty Bull Scotty. He wasn't horrible. Yeah, yeah he no, wasn't but... horrible, but he wasn't save my franchise, Scotty. Yeah, like, exactly. Damn. You know, and, and it's just like what Barkley said. He, you know, brought a good point. He was on a Dan Patrick show earlier this week talking about, like, yo, we're, we're in our 60s, bro. There's no such thing as beef when we're in our 60s. Oh, yeah, that was funny. Yeah. But he also was like, Yo, you can't just have a documentary about just all the good things that Scottie Pippen did. Like, there's going to be the, the some of the things that people, like, you know, thought was controversial. And there's going to be things that are going to be like, yo, I disagree with things that he said or he did. That's just the way it is. And it's true. It's like, what? You can't get you know, mad Scott at Atlanta, Scott needs Atlanta deal with Amazon and Netflix and tell his side. Yeah, that's going to be funny. That's going to be hilarious, yo. But it's like Michael was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget one night, Michael. He must have had like five girls up in his hotel room making all kinds of noise. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the other room thinking, man, I wonder what his wife's doing right now. That poor woman. <laughs> like, just straight shade. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Scotty wouldn't do that. Then I saw Phil walk in. You know? That, that racist prick. You know, like, as he, as he, all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden the, the reason why the play was not ran for you, Scotty, was because Phil Jackson's racist. Like, come on, man. Come up with a come up with a better 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 excuse for yeah. why you didn't get in that play, bro. Yo, I didn't even make that connection. Is <laughs> yeah, that what he was alluding to? That's what he was alluding to, bro. No, he didn't allude to it now, bro. He just came out and fucking said it. He just said it. Yeah, right. You didn't. He just you know when when Dan yeah, Patrick he didn't at, say it in connection to to, to, to T- Tony Kukoc getting the last shot, did he? Yes, like yeah, he did. Dan Patrick straight up asked him, "Why do you think he chose to go with with Tony Kukoc rather than you? Because he's racist, bro. That's what he's racism. Saying. Racism. Wow. Yes. Racism." It's not even nothing racial about that. <laughs> Tony Kukoc had a better like, student, shooting percentage of him, you know, uh, better shooting percentage than Scotty. So he decided to go same, with Scotty. I mean, with, with the Tony. Same, the same sentence, bro. He was like, yeah, we know Phil. Like, he talks shit about Kobe. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Someone else under the bus when it came down to like, you He was know. trying to expose Kobe. He was trying to. Yeah, expose exactly. Like, what the fuck does that have to do with the play, bro? Like, the play. <laughs> Which happened way before Kobe was even in the league. What is that? Why are you talking? What, what the hell is that even? Scotty's like, 
It's like a one day, one day of practice. I swear he called Randy Brown the N-word. I thought I heard him say it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, what are you talking about? No, you're not. Randy Brown's like, nah, man. Where was his, where was his energy the past 25 years or whatever? It's like, what the fuck, bro? This is why, this is why he says that LeBron is better than Michael because he's just, he's just been holding that shit in this whole fucking time. Yeah. And then, you know, the, say the last day just, just broke the camel's back. He's like, no, fuck, fuck everybody. I'm going, I'm going off. He's like, he's like, Jordan's is, is officially the GOAT. Robin is a legend for his antics, and I'm just an asshole. Right? Right, right, cool. I'm just, I'm just a dick, what, huh? I'm just the one. That's that, what everybody know, learned from the documentary. Huh? I played longer than anybody else from that fucking team. I'm just a salty motherfucker in the corner who just, you know, and I couldn't get out of my own way after, you know, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't even, I couldn't win another and championship after, after. I couldn't be a team player for you guys. Everything Scotty's fault. I know? get it. Yeah, everything's yeah. everything Scotty's fault, right? My wife yeah, leaves. Yeah. My wife leaves to go chill with rappers, and you know it's all my fucking fault, right? I can't. I couldn't keep my wife happy. It's like, whoa, Scott, I just asked you about the play about whoa, that whoa, last play. Bro. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We lose a big playoff game. Oh, Scott got a headache. I had a fucking migraine. Okay? <laughs> I couldn't fucking see straight. All right. You know. You know what that's like. You know, I have no idea what that's fucking like. Dan Patrick, let me ask you something. Would you play basketball if you can't see? Huh, would you? <laughs> just goes yeah, I was like, yo, so you got a new bourbon coming out. No, fuck the bourbon. You know, just I'm trying I'm trying to talk to you real quick. I'm trying to talk to you real quick. As he's as he's sipping too at the same time. You know, like, Answer my fucking <laughs> question, Dan. No, Scott, I wouldn't play basketball if I can't see. You wouldn't play basketball if you can't Dang. see, right? Exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, Dan, Finally, an honest Patrick answer. Says, <laughs> Dan Patrick says that no one fucking blames Dan, right? But Scotty said it. Oh. Yeah, that was hilarious. Or Jordan he? goes, Jordan goes, Oh, Scotty's got migraines. Why do you have to say it like Scotty that? Scotty got a migraine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I play with food poisoning, but Scotty's got a migraine. It's all good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't the flu, guys. These, these, <laughs> you imagine, imagine Jordan in the, in, the, in the locker room. These five assholes from the pizza shop put poison in my food. <laughs> Still play the next day. <laughs> they all spit in my but, food for all I know. But Spotty, I mean, Scotty's Spotty. But Scotty can't have enough aspirin to save himself to play. Okay, cool, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know, man. What's gonna be? But uh, I am. I, I am uh, interested when that book comes out, though. That book's gonna be some. It's gonna be some shit. George is like, I offered him two Percocets. Wouldn't take one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Got some morphine. Uh, I took that person. Some quarters. Some quarters on for his back because he fucked up his back too. But you know, he didn't yeah. want to take it, dude. So that's on him. I'm, I'm Michael Jordan. I could get him any fucking meds he wants in the tower. You know, I'm Michael fucking Jordan. I walk in there, whatever. You think Dennis wouldn't accept that? Huh? You think Dennis Rodman would decline my offer? <laughs> yeah. So good old. Scott. All right. What else we miss? <laughs> in case you missed it, <laughs> good good fifteen minutes on Scott. Right. In case you missed it, former Washington Wizards head coach Scotty Brooks. We brought him up early in the episode. Finally, in the deal with the Portland Trail Blazers. To become Chauncey Billups' top assistant coach. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're like that. They're taking out Scott. <laughs> they're be funny. They're taking out Chauncey. Like, All right, now you know what? We don't want this fucking PR nightmare anymore. We're going to end. We're going to bring in Scotty Brooks instead. No, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. So Brooks, Brooks, who spent five years with the Wizards, you know, a uh, couple times into like the second round. So yeah. Good luck to good luck to Scotty. He went to um... from one Scotty to another. He went to two games. <laughs> yeah, back to back Scotty. Yeah. yeah. All right. In case you, you missed it, since we are talking about the Blazers, 
He's like Scott Boris. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're gutty. Like, all right, all right, bro. You're just fucking with us now, bro. Scott Burrell? No. <laughs> you, got, you, got Scott Bo- you got Boris news, but in case you missed it, no, you fuck with us, bro. You fuck with us. He has signed. He has signed Damon Lillard as his new client, Scott Boris. His first basketball Scott client. Boris. Nah, in case you missed it, Damon Damian Lillard, right? Um, was asked obviously this past you know these last few days while he's you know fuck is going on preparing for Team USA and it's like yo you know what's up with the rumors and trade and this and that and the other thing and he says he's like I got nothing to say because everything that I would have to say would be directly with the Blazers front office Uh, he says a lot of this these rumors aren't true so he's doing the politically correct thing and not bring any more um, bad publicity to the Blazers by saying. I'm not answering any fucking questions about whatever y'all want to talk about. Me wanting to leave the team, essentially. Right? Like, so I'm surprised someone didn't throw him the. Uh, you even spoken to Chauncey? No. I know. Right? Have you even uh, congratulated him? <laughs> Who? So that's not my coach. He's like, yeah. That won't be my coach when this, this season starts. And uh, and speaking of and speaking of Dame, he's going to be on the, uh, the the Space Jam new Legacy soundtrack, guys. Oh! Oh man, you better come correct. That's a Is big he spot. Like, uh, I believe I can fly. Nah, man, oh, nah, man. He's got his all original music, motherfucker. Dame Dollar, yo. Dame Is Dollar, kid. He's gonna be on uh, there. With, he's gonna be on there with Chance the Rapper. You know, little Uzi Vert. John Legend's gonna be on this bad boy. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say, if there's no Lil Penny, because when Lil Penny does Basketball Jones on that shit. Oh uh, yeah, I forgot about that. That's one of the best songs. Him yeah. and uh. He does it with the guy who sings. Yeah, who sing, who sings it? Who sings not it? Barry White. No, it's not Barry White. Who's the other guy? Basketball Jones. I got a basketball Jones. Oh, I remember that shit. Raps on it. Yeah, I got a basketball Jones. Yo, it is Barry White. Ooh. Barry White with fucking Chris Rock, dude. It is Barry White. Oh. <laughs> it is Barry White. <laughs> I did get shot. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was one of my favorite songs off that album. And of course, there was that uh, the Quad City that, DJs. Yeah, Quad City DJs, which they're going to be on this. They're going to be on this uh, soundtrack along with Seal. No, yeah, for real, along with Seal really? and Buster Rhymes. Oh, I hit him high, hit him high, hit him high, and you hit. Oh, that's a great, that's a great fucking soundtrack. And fly like an eagle. And Coolio, Coolio is going to be on there too. Sounds like shut up. Coolio's on the Coolio's also on the soundtrack, guys. So. Oh, Coolio was on the initial one too. Yeah, he yeah. was on the, he was on Hit Him High, right? He was, was he was. Coolio. I think it was like the second verse, but yeah, that was him. So yeah, so when you guys go watch Space Jam, God, or, you know, pay attention, Space. pay attention to the yo. If Jordan says he wants to watch Space Jam, you're not gonna say no. Yeah, Yo, you gotta show Jordan, man. He'll be like that. You know what I did? You know what I That's did? That's his generation. I walked by the Target display yeah. the other day of the Space Jam shit, and I just knocked down all the toys. <laughs> I knocked, knocked all the ones down. Like yeah, I saw. I was, I've seen LeBron everywhere. I was in Target the other day. Yeah, they're pumping those up. Yeah, man, it's fucking bullshit. Is what it is. It's unfortunate, is what it is. You're right. The whole plot. You know the whole plot. I, in the movie. I don't like it. it, it it's kind of you no. Know, it's not even the plot. It's just the whole thing. It's just like, yo, why? Why are you doing this? The whole remake. Thing just, those, those jerseys are garbage. But the thing garbage. is, though, this thing has been like in like promotion for like two years now, three years now. Since so like right right after he signed with the Lakers a couple years back, and it's like. Oh, he's doing a new Space Jam. It's like, all right, cool, you know. But yeah, but. yeah, you know what I did? I stood right by the table with all the Space Jam. Maybe it'll be all right. Who knows? Maybe it'll be I, all right. I just stood there and I went, "Here comes the tidal wave," and I just flipped the fucking whole table. <laughs> now one day, one day he's gonna do that 
to like the dinner table and just be like, no, I don't want fucking mac and cheese and just flip the whole fucking table over. And he's going to be like, it's a tidal wave, dad. If my son ever says, here comes a tidal wave and flip the table, I'm just going to stand up and clap, bro. I'm going to be like, you're going to be in shock, but then you start clapping right after. Paul's going to be like, Jordan, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Freaking plates smashing everywhere. Oh, man. Yeah. The nightmare. Yeah, so that's going to do it for this uh, this edition of the, uh, in case you missed it. So hit us up on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. Hit up CausewayStreet.com yes. for your Celtics offseason and Team USA news and whatnot. You know, Team USA, they're, they're going to play a first of out of like three exhibition games yeah, up on July Saturday. 10th. So yes, excited for USA basketball. I'm definitely excited for USA basketball, bro. You don't they, mean, they head out. They head out. To, they head out to Tokyo, which it's going to be no fans and no family members at the end of the month. So see how that's going to work out. And uh, recruit Jason, recruit Tatum. Yeah. Tatum wearing number ten, same as Kobe. It's cool, man. It's good. Good stuff. Salute, yep. Hit up the Patreon.com/slash/Causeway to uh, subscribe to our Patreon page. And yes, sir. So. I'm pick, I'm picking the uh, consolation prize this week. We we picked the prize for the jersey. Congrats, you winner. You know who you are. Yeah, it sucks, man. We were I, I was about to donate those uh, full paid tickets to the Tokyo Olympics, uh, but then they banned the fans. So. <laughs> you know, imagine <laughs> all, all all you know all inclusive, right? All inclusive. Yeah, yeah. you were gonna stay at the the. the um, and then, and then Causeway is officially going to go out of business. The grand, the grand Palladium? <laughs> grand Palladium, the brand new Grand Palladium is just built out there in Tokyo. Yeah. You would have had a wristband and just, you know, free food, free free drinks. It would have been it would have been amazing. But they banned the fans. So, you know, it's just. They banned the fans, guys. Sorry. They banned the fans. I hope you get your refund, though, there, Sean. <laughs> so, we can, so, we, so we can continue this podcast. Yeah, all right, <laughs> no, we were just starting to come up, you know. We, 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 yeah. we don't want to fall below below, below the negatives, now, you know. Yeah, bro, we're definitely in the red now. <laughs> <laughs> red, bro. They say no refunds. I don't know. <laughs> yo, BLL, what's good, yo? Future's <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, yo. I can yeah, subscribe for uh, for for seventy bucks a month, man. Cause we shoot out thousands. <laughs> <laughs> Buy six months in advance, you get an entrance into this fucking ticket. We just get like a, we just get a flood of new subscribers. We're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, you gotta give, guys. You gotta, you gotta give. give. <laughs> gotta give. <laughs> Otherwise, it goes dark. It goes dark. <laughs> All right, a lot of people get. I think, I think you should leave, Sean. I think you should leave. Uh, you, know, you know, I'm just gonna say. Last name of the show. I'm, I'm getting Season pretty hungry. I'm gonna go get some floppy things with my. <laughs> I'm gonna get, get some floppy Yo, things with my dangerous nights crew. There's no, I don't, I don't think anyone enjoys it as much as us, man. <laughs> Everyone go watch. I think you should leave season two. Season man. two, baby. It's been like two years in the making for that for that new season to come out on Netflix. It's about it's about a total of like an hour and fifteen minutes, but it's just the I best. Know, right? Every episode, you know every episode is? is what like like ten like ten minutes long. 15 it minutes just long? it just hit me a couple of days ago. I think it's it's just one big movie and they just make it a season like that's what it is yeah like it's like it's but it's not like you can't present like a jackass movie because it is a bunch of skits but they're not like pranks so it's like watching a movie pretty much but they're all just divvied into six episodes (laughs) well well, oh, it's funny because the dude, the dude uses like because he used to be a writer for SNL. He's like all those SNL skits that they didn't pick up. He's like, I'm using them for this shits. Um, <laughs> can you just imagine you know, him pitching these things at an SNL meeting? <laughs> Lauren Michaels is like, yeah, nah, like, next, next, what else you got? 
He's like, what did I just watch? <laughs> We're gonna pass. You know, you try try the next one. Try the next one. Yeah. So yeah, I know my I know my neighbors must have been like, yo, why is this dude keep screaming and laughing? Like, what is that? What is so damn funny? Like, you're just uh, the haunted oh, the haunted house was the first one. Like, I don't know. The thing is that you, there's no like order of episodes, so it's no. Tough. They're not even numbered. Yeah, <laughs> they're just scattered everywhere. Haunted house one just fucking got me down. So, you know, this is at the 10 o'clock tour, so... You know, <laughs> it's an adult you, show. <laughs> hey, whatever the hell we want. And he's just standing in the back. He just goes, Jizz. <laughs> I was like, what? Jizz. He says the adult show, right? <laughs> you know, say whatever we want, right? <laughs> he said, we can say whatever you want. Uh, and these... Oh, man. Have these? Has any one of these fucking fuckers ever fucking came out and fucking? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So yeah, yeah. All right. everyone go out there and watch that. <laughs> we got two episodes this week on After Hours, but yeah, if you're not, if you're not subscribed already, man, definitely do it. Uh, you know, if you listen to the podcast, you already know we're giving away jerseys, a bunch of different prizes that you could win just for just for subscribing. So yeah, check us out on uh, Patreon.com/slash/Podge. And as always, guys, Black Lives Matter, stop Asian hate, and let's pray for peace in the Middle East. And we'll talk to you all next week, all right? There you go. You're not part of the Turbo team. You can't join. Fuck! <laughs> <Slowly. laughs>